0: Good morning, welcome or good afternoon. Welcome to Alexandra and Friends. We are here today at the Old House Barbecue in 1905 North Josie Lane in Carrollton, Texas. We're getting ready to start our podcast, our live podcast, and we have an amazing day morning. But before we start our day, let's start with our Pledge of Allegiance with the Clark family. And thank you so much for tuning in today. We're live. We're live. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America
1: and to the Republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Wow. Aren't they the most delightful kiddos? I think that is such a honor to have them to give give the pledge and, and yes. also feel it. Yeah. What do you think? Oh absolutely. Marshall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we have an amazing morning today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Is this is a very special. Day. This month has been a very special month. But this month right now is. Let's give it a shout to the Latino, uh, I think yes. it's the Latino uh, Hispanic Bennett, Hispanic history
2: uh, month. month. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: and but also it's been a Jewish a lot of Jewish holidays. But today is Sukkot, oh, which Sukkot. is like a Jewish Thanksgiving for us. So. Happy holiday for Happy to everybody. Happy holiday, everyone. And, and yet yeah, you, you
1: brought me no food.
2: I yeah, know. Oh, I know. we no, usually we get some form of a snack. I,
0: right. But you know, this month we've had Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, then we got Sukkot, and you know, we just celebrate life. Life is wonderful. And a lot yes. of people ask me what is Sukkot. What it means that we're thankful for the food that we have, and also for the lodging that we have. That's why we we make these little huts and stuff out of wood and paper and all that good stuff. So happy holidays, and we're blessed to have you here. So before we start our show, I'm going to ask Marcelle to give us our prayer as we always start. Absolutely. Father God, in the name of Jesus, how
2: we thank you for the podcast, Alexandra and Friends, and all the other podcasts out there, dear Heavenly Father. But most of all, thank you for our listeners, the ones who are listening in, who's online, and the ones who who are inside. We thank you, and we actually will bless this program, to Heavenly Father, and bless this guest. And we thank you, and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Shalom, shalom. Don't forget that you can find Alexander and friends Friends on Facebook, on Alexander and Friends or on our website, alexandrefrench.com. Uh-huh. You can find it on any social media. And when you go to our website, you'll see all, I think it's a hundred and some um, sessions already that have been posted. So we're excited and hopefully one day we will be, we will not only have all the podcast but we might have a radio show altogether. Oh, absolutely. Well, good that's good. that's where go. I came from. 660 the answer. So, well, we're going to have an exciting day today. We have an amazing guest and first of all, I want to say hello to everybody that that's watching us on um, Facebook today. So, hello. let's introduce ourselves. Yeah. Rochelle, will you introduce yourself since we are on, on yes, yeah, sure. We're sure. live today.
2: Well, hello everyone. I'm Rochelle Johnson. From McKinney, Texas. And what do you do, <laughs> Marcelle? Oh, I do arts integration, which is um, dance, music, and theater. That's what I do. And mm-hmm. based, I'm an author as well and music producer. Oh, and also Songwriter. an author. Yes, as, exactly. I'm an She's author an author. Well. And her book is, tell us a little bit about your book. Oh, well, Shortcuts and Practical Ways to Survive Marriage. Been married for 37 years um, in hopes that I can help other marriage remain together and fight through them hard situations that hit us unexpectedly. Hopefully my book can help you just take the short road, not the long road.
0: That sounds like a great... Well, I'm Alexandra Fincher and I am a business entrepreneur real estate is my game. Yes. And if you have anything that you want to sell, I'm around the corner. Just call me. So thank you so much for tuning in. We're gonna, I'm going to come back and, and introduce an amazing lady that I've had the honor to become acquainted with. Wait, what and, am I, chopped liver? No, we're, we're just cutting them back. You're not going to introduce
1: minute. me? No. we are going introduce the guest first and not the producer? No,
0: I was going to talk a little oh, bit about our guests oh, and oh, then oh, talk oh. to you. I love But it. I, but I love wanted it. to say something because I'm not going to bring her quite yet because I want to talk a little bit about her because I've gotten to know her through one of my loan officers who is listening and watching today. His name is Doug Weaver.
2: Hello, Doug.
0: (laughs) He already Mm. sent us a message, he's walking. And uh, this is how I met our guests. But before we do anything, the why we're here, why we're live, is because of our producer, Michael Clark. Oh,
2: absolutely.
0: Who came with me from 660 The Answer. So, Michael Clark, come on board. Well, hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hi, everybody.
1: How are y'all doing? <laughs>
0: good. You're good. the most amazing producer ever. You're just amazing. Uh, and your children? You. Oh, oh, his yes. wife, and
1: his
3: wife. wonderful people. And he's very patient.
0: With and all yes. That. And he's very, oh, yes, yes,
1: yes, He's very patient. Oh, he's very very patient. patient. It only took me 45 years to develop that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we thank you We also want to thank Mr Jose Guillen, who is the, the owner and the chef of uh, the Old sponsor. house barbecue and the sponsor has been a sponsor for a long long yes. time and he's so kind to let us come and hang out here on first the first and last Saturday of the month so we appreciate if you come by and have lunch with him it's an amazing today we got bake, a brisket baked potato for 8.99 so stop by and have a delicious. Finger licking. Oh, that's not the right word. Delicious baked <laughs> potatoes. So welcome to Alexander Friends, And don't forget Alexander, Friends website, AlexanderFrance.com. Mm-hmm. So Marshall, that, that
1: is where you can find the podcast after yes. this. After if this, you miss yes. anything that you hear, you want to go back and get the information. You can hear our podcast. You don't mm-hmm. have to listen watch the Facebook stream all over again. You can go get the podcast and fast forward to the point that information that you missed. That's what's convenient about that. That's right. That's
2: right. But also,
0: we want to say thank you to um, Alfred Lamb, who does our updating. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Alfred. Alfred Lamb does our updating, so we appreciate that very much. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. So, without any further ado, I want to I want to introduce a very special lady who I think we all need to learn Mm. something from Mm. her, and I think one of them is faith.
1: One Absolutely. of them is faith.
0: And uh, I, um, I cannot say that uh, to her, faith has been what has kept her journey going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, her faith is also giving me a little bit of sometimes, you know, when I feel like, gosh, I can't, I'm just tired of doing this. And I think about her faith of doing what she has to do without, uh, without being able to see what she's doing. Oh, what a testimony Marshall, isn't does she that, has. Isn't that something uh, I just can't tell you? So, Marshall, let me introduce this beautiful lady. Please and, do. And I'm going to say Tara Strange, but her legal name is... Satara. 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 Satara Strange. She comes all the way from India, mm-hmm. and she has a beautiful family, a husband and three children. Yes. And today, she's going to tell us her story, so we're going to come back to her. Hello, Miss Tara. How are you? You look beautiful today. Thank you, and I'm very well, thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about why you agreed to come and talk to us today, and tell us a little bit about who you are. Who's your family, and what does your family? What does your husband do? Well,
3: I have. I'm married. Have been married for 38 years.
2: Congratulations!
3: Uh,
0: congratulations! You don't need her. You don't need M- Michelle's book then. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't already walk it, huh? And uh, I have three children:
3: um, boy, girl, boy, uh, and they are the most important things in my life. People in my life, along with my husband, and some of the friends I've met all along the way has yes. uh, made this world a wonderful world for me. Yes, and um, I got married at the age of twenty. Yeah, I was I, reading that. And I met my husband in college.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, while you was doing studying um, industrial engineering,
3: yes, I, I seen was, that. Uh, you know, I was doing industrial engineering.
2: Uh, industrial engineering at the age of twenty. At the age of 21 or 23?
3: Well, I was in college. In college,
2: 21. 21.
3: Okay. So um, that's where, I mean, my husband, I met him at a community college. Okay. My dad sent me back to India when I was 16, thinking I was getting a little too Americanized. (laughs) That's
2: interesting.
3: (laughs) Did you
0: hear that? Oh, that's interesting. A little too Americanized.
3: Americanized, liking the American boys a little too much. (gasps) Okay. That's interesting to know. Okay. So, um, 16, Mm -hmm. um, I was in boarding school in India, in Kerala, for about uh, two years.
2: Was well, this an all girls boarding, boarding school? It's an all
3: girls boarding school. Okay, All Saints College, and we used to call it. So the other other colleges used to
0: call us the All Devils College. <laughs> the All Saints wow. and the All Devils College. Oh wow! But, so um, so when you were in college, so what you met Greg and you married him? Yes. Against was your parents all for it? Oh, not at all for it.
3: When I met him, um, he had long almost platinum blonde hair. Oh, well, yes. Dangling earrings. EJ, oh, <laughs> yeah. He had that hip, that he he at that hippie,
0: hippie look. look. He <laughs> had that hippie look. He had the, Cali- yeah. he had the California yeah. yuppie. The yuppie. Was it yuppies? Yeah. Oh, no. Yuppies Hippies. Look.
1: Hippies. Oh, not, not even hippie.
3: Hippies. No, at that <laughs> time, we had like the yuppies. So yeah, okay. well,
1: the yuppies were successful businessmen.
2: Yeah, he was. He had his own business going.
3: I mean, yeah, look at him.
1: Then. You
2: won't There's think of him net. like that. Now way. I noticed that you had in your bio, he's a go-getter too. So yeah. go ahead. So tell us, hear about tell tell what happened.
3: Well, um, you know, I was in college. and yes. With my for me, I had no choice but to get into engineering because I wanted to really study psychology. But coming from an Indian family, that's you know that's a no go you have to get either be an engineer doctor or a lawyer you know those are the three choices so my dad said that's what i had to do study for engineering so i tried to find you know what you know what had the least amount of physics cuz i struggled oh, with physics you know so sh-
2: especially when you're not interested in that particular topic that so is I, really hard to do yeah. to you know swingle your mind through something that you really don't want to do.
3: I was you know? in math, but physics, I just and chemistry I was very good, biology, but physics, my gosh. Oh, so how did
0: you end up in the jewelry business
3: Well, I was working there?
0: I see. Okay. Is that where college? you met Greg? No, no, I met
3: Greg in college. I studied him, him to college. help me in phys- you know, help me with physics homework. He was also studying for engineering. Yeah, first that's saw awesome. him. He just looked like this typical
0: California surfer guy. Yeah. Surfer, <laughs> now yeah. he's a surfer he's a Oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. So <laughs> tell us the story. So you, we saw it. We we put your picture of your wedding uh-huh. on uh, Facebook, and boy, it's been a tremendous. We have we had a tremendous response. So, so you got married, and tell us a little bit about your journey. You got married, and what what happened as you went along?
3: So. Uh, You know, uh, I met him when I was 19. We got married at 20. When I was 20, and he was 25. Uh, And a couple of years into our marriage, uh, we used to go down to Palos Verdes Estates and go down the cliff there. And, you know, when I was young, I used to just go down those cliffs like it was nothing. But I was being very careful about my footing and and great asked me, "How come you're struggling?" Because hmm. I was pretty hmm. athletic. Um, I played uh, tennis in high school and uh-huh. volleyball, so um, you know it's not you know it's not something I couldn't do. That's right. But I was really mm-hmm. struggling, and it's not such. I mean, it is a steep hill, but nothing that I couldn't do. And I kept telling him, "I I just can't see my footing, so I'm, I don't know where I'm putting my foot." Wow. So. But we didn't think much of it. We Mm -hmm. just kept thinking, oh, maybe it's my astigmatism and it's my death perception. I mean, whatever we could think of. Um, Didn't think much of it and decided I just need to get another pair of glasses. I I did wear glasses then. Um, So we didn't think much of it. And finally, I decided to go to the uh, optometrist and try to get a pair of glasses. So when he tested me, this was at LensCrafters, and they made me do all the the series of uh, field tests. And they actually had a Goldstein uh, field test machine, which you look into a dome, and there'll be flashes of light from all different Mm -hmm. directions. You Mm -hmm. have to click it, and I didn't do so well. I mean, I did all right, but at that time, I still had some peripheral. Okay. So I, 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 but enough you know, bad enough where he had to bring it to my attention. He said, you know, this you might have to go to a ophthalmologist and have this checked out. So I went to see uh, an ophthalmologist. Uh, and he, you know, he did the same test. And of course, didn't do great on that either. But he kind of dismissed it. Oh, it's not,
0: you know, at this point, nothing else shows in your eyes. Um, Tara, excuse me for a second. How long did you let it go this way that you did you dismissed the fact that you Probably were having like issues? Probably like a year and a
3: half, but okay. you know. Uh, but now looking back, even when I was like 18, 19, playing tennis, I'd miss certain shots. It goes out of my range. I just thought my game's just getting bad. People around me are getting better than I I am. You know, especially when I used to play and. Um, at Al Camino College when I used to play against people that I knew I could beat before.
1: Mm-hmm. Just,
3: you know, I missed certain shots, but I just figured I just haven't been practicing. Who
0: knows? You know, so you, just... you were having those issues of missing things and maybe uh, slamming walls and things like that. that not necessarily
3: were... really slamming walls, but it's it's my periphery that was going out. Yes, so it's, yes. You know, like tripping over things, not seeing tripping. steps. okay. So, uh, you know, I got in a fender bender and absolutely yes, could not mm-hmm. see the car. And then, and mm-hmm. my husband said, "How the heck could you miss such a
0: thing? It's right there, you know." Yeah. And so these thi- these things were happening, and they were going as we as you were going along, they were happening. Yes. And you were not really. Yeah, because there's no uh, nobody in our family, you know,
3: that has problem with eyes or anything. With okay, the, no one the, in yeah, the family. Yeah, in the
0: family. Yeah. Okay. So, so when did you, when did you actually start to fill in the, the brunch of it? It's like when I was twenty-two, uh, uh, you know, just
3: little things like when I got into the fender bender, um, and then when uh, with my parents, Greg and I, we went with them to Canada and coming down the ship planks and stuff like that. I was just looking down and walk, and walking and. My mom kept asking, what are you doing? Why didn't you just think about where you're going and not think about all other things around you? So everybody just thought I was just everywhere. Not paying attention. Yeah, which I'm notorious for anyway. So you no, <laughs> took me seriously.
2: Right, we all. Oh. Also, too, I noticed in your bio that mm-hmm. you were stating when you were working at the chemi- uh, the chemical lab mm-hmm. um, that you would notice that. The change. Uh, yes you would notice that you were having difficulty uh, measuring the solution. Yes. And did you feel at that time that your eyesight was, um, just come up a little bit, hon. Would you help You just raise up just a little bit? Thank okay. you, baby, so we can hear you. Okay. Um, did, at that time, do you feel that your eyesight was kind of warning you then because you were saying in your bio that you were, wasn't sure what was happening? Because you couldn't see the measurements yeah, well, of the solution when, when I, it was at the chem, you know, at the lab.
3: It was uh, it was in college while mm-hmm. I was doing titration. Yes. Um, so titration. You know, that's what so it was. So when I you know, and I do all my theories, mm-hmm. I, I get A's. You know, I was a very, uh, and then I go to the lab to do my titration, and you know, and you put drops of phenolphthalein into the solution. You're yes. supposed to see when it's starting to change, mm-hmm. it's like it turned pink, and mm-hmm. then you've got to calculate your calculation at that time, how many drops you have put to get that change Becomer in the solution. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I won't pick up when it's turning pink. So my calculation would be wrong, and, uh, you know, then I knew, you know what, you know, well, Tara, knew there was something wrong with my eyes, but not to what extent. So exactly. Tara, I'm going to
0: take you to the So I'm going to move to the future a little bit. So you got married. Mm-hmm. And during the process of your marriage, you started noticing that you were more and more becoming, uh, like you said, having little, little wrecks and having yeah. issues of dropping. So how did you end up noticing that you were using, losing your eyesight? Well then that's why I started going
3: to that that's when I went to like, oh, the specialist. Yeah mm-hmm. and then I went to the ophthalmologist. Yes. Then the ophthalmologist kind of dismissed it but then he just said, "But anyway, if you're really concerned, let's why don't you go and see like a cornea specialist and somebody that can look at your eyes." So I you know, I went to see Dr. Dr. Lean, who is actually a no, no, it wasn't Dr. Lee. One I've, of the cornea specialists, and he looked at my eyes and said, "You know, you really need to see a retina specialist." So now we're going from one specialist to yeah, another specialist. And with the
2: three different specialists just yeah. to be diagnosed with what you're diagnosed with. Yeah, and you were diagnosed. We go ahead and go there. So I want to hear more about that. So
3: we knew then at that point there's mm-hmm. something going on. Retinitis,
2: so. retinitis pigmentosa. So we went. Yes.
3: So we went to see Dr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heckenlightly and he's the one that diagnosed it as uh, uh, retinitis, retinitis pigmentosa. Mm-hmm. But before yes. that, I went to see Dr. Lean, who's also a retina specialist, but he didn't call it retinitis pigmentosa. He just said, I'm having, from the test results, it shows serious degeneration of the rods and cones in my retina. So, oh. um, yes. and he said, you know, uh, there is no cure. You, you, the chances are you will go blind. Um, you really shouldn't have any children. Wow! You shouldn't drive. Wow. Oh, Always
0: just a heavy load. Wow! And both my, I mean, and you were just recently married, right? No, we, no, we were, no. This was yet. twenty-three.
2: You was twenty. You were diagnosed at the age of twenty-three.
0: Am I yeah, correct? Yeah. So we've, we've been married. Close but you've been two married for a couple already, of years. Yeah. Yeah. Three, years married, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, three years. Okay. Already. So you were married a couple of. Well, you were uh-huh. newlywed. So you know, yeah. I mean, so newlywed. Two years. It's newlywed.
3: And <laughs> and uh, you know, so we both our drive back. We just. Both were just insane. I think to each other, we were just so quiet. And uh, I just remember Greg just uh, grabbing yes, my hand and yes. just holding onto it. And, yes. And I just wanted to just get home and just go to sleep. I just remember coming oh, home yes. and all the tests. You know, they just drain you. Uh, they take shots exactly. of your eyes and just coming home and just sleeping. And all my just my sleep was just riddled with. Oh, but you can really see. What are they talking about? And all kinds of dreams. Yes, right? it you just know?
2: takes a lot of mental status, mental status yeah. to get you to Drink. accept, yes. right? Mm-hmm. The diagnosed. Um, that was given to you at the time. And also at the age of 23, your kids wasn't here yet, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, so basically you had each other. You yeah. had each other to mm-hmm. get you through this diagnosis that you have. And I wanted about the magnitude of fear, fear of being so young at the age of 23 and being diagnosed. Share with us mm-hmm. of how did you get through that particular time of your life after you were diagnosed?
3: You know, when I was diagnosed, the first thing you think about is, am I going to live with this the rest of my life? Woo. You know, oh.
2: was, at the age I, of twenty-three. Yeah. Yes. I to, yes.
3: I mean, and I was—I used to paint a lot. Um, yeah. You know, I hate to say, I was very vain. Um, you know. Well, I let me tell in. you something. like well, you're—you're
0: you're beautiful, so. Well, that word she said. She's very vain.
2: Yeah,
3: oh, I was very vain, and I thought, oh gosh, look and at Greg and I. Come, I mean,
0: come on now.
2: But you know what? You are sharing it to so many it. listeners yes. out here who may be going through the same thing. Just recently being diagnosed with something like, you know, with cancer or the, mm-hmm. going blind or whatever. But look what you're doing today. You are letting someone else know. You lived it. You, you have can lived it and make it. Yes, and, you and not only make that. It.
0: Your faith has kept you. So tell us yeah. about your husband then at that time. you would recently married. You've been married mm-hmm. a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here is, he's starting his new profession. You're just finished. You're, you're doing the same thing, and you're going blind. And that's there's no other option. You're going blind. Mm-hmm. Now, at that point, Greg
3: already graduated from college. He got his electrical engineering degree, and then, you know, he, he decided... He didn't want to work as an engineer because he was doing tall work and thought he's making three or four times the amount of money (laughs) he he wouldn't make doing that than doing engineering. So he decided to go full on with his business with that. And um, at that time, I was working at a jewelry store named Shane's. And I realized that sometimes I'm leaving jewelry on the side, miss certain things. And I thought, oh, I can't. Work at a jewelry store and his jewelry. So at that point, I decided, okay, I can always help Greg with his business. So I would. um, So I was his secretary and. That was rough. <laughs> you know, we've uh, I mean, not rough. I mean, we worked it out, and it worked yes. out great. Yes. But you know, a few times I want to tell him how to run his business, and of course, <laughs> he doesn't want to hear that. Uh, but it worked out good.
0: I used to do all this collections when people don't pay. Set yes. Up, um, so, so, so give us, tell us, you're working. Mm-hmm. You're 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 really struggling because you're losing your eyesight. Mm-hmm. So. How did he react to this? I know that in your bio you said that he started you, you he started to work more for himself because he wanted to spend the time with you too and take you take on take you on the road. So tell us a little bit about because we're people are expecting to hear. Okay, how does how do two, two people come together and one you know you didn't expect this any more than you expect anything else? How do both of you uh, acknowledge this and? took the journey together? Uh, so when
3: Dr. Lean diagnosed me as just uh, having rod and cone degeneration, after a while uh, somebody recommended as we thought whether we should have kids or not, and, uh, you know, we decided to see a retina hereditary specialist who that's, was uh, that's Dr. Heck and Lively. I think
0: what was coming to that question here real soon.
3: So Dr. Heck and Lively went to see him, so he did some studies on you know, how far back, and there's really no answers. We went back three or four generations. Nobody that we know of uh, that has this eye disorder. So uh, he felt like it's probably a recessive gene, and the chances are coming from India with all the, in that whole region, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, interbreeding just, you know, with with the caste system and uh, keeping the social class together. Even though my parents said you know they're not at all related, but still in that area you're talking centuries interesting, Interesting. inbreeding going Mm on. You know they only marry there. They're kind, so uh, so it it did happen. But my parents are the carriers, the recessive carriers of that gene, and they've isolated Mm. the gene. And so now, do you have other family? Do you have brothers and sisters? So each because when two recessive genes get come together okay there's a 25% chance of uh, each preg in, in each pregnancy there's a 25% chance the the offspring will have that and it just so okay. happened I have it
2: hmm
3: then um, several years down the line my younger brother
2: okay got
3: it and then my other younger brother got it and we thought oh so we automatically assume if you have four kids One out of the four kids will have it, and that's not the case. Each pregnancy is a twenty-five percent chance.
2: Does that also um, be considered with you having children as well? Is that a um, situation that can bound to happen? A
3: recessive carrier of that gene. So uh, the chance that my kids could uh, are carriers, but they're not. Uh, but they're not uh, inflicted by it. Okay. Sense, uh, they're not, uh, they could be, car- they are carriers of it, but not uh, affected in the sense they have good vision. And I thank God so much for that. Precious and good sight. You yeah. know? Yes. You take yes, it's it so
2: good that you said that because when I read your bio, um, mm. my spirit hit 1 Corinthians um, 2 and 9. Mm -hmm. When I read it and it said, it states, But as it is written, Mm -hmm. eyes have not seen, Mm -hmm. nor ears heard, neither have entered into the heart of man Mm -hmm. the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Mm -hmm. And I thought how the struggles that you went through such a young age from losing your sight, but how you trust God, Because he had already prepared the path for you (laughs) (laughs) because of the love Mm -hmm. that you have for him. And I thought about that scripture when I read your bio because it's so important that if you ever be diagnosed with that form of disease, a blinding of the sight, that is very complicated to accept. Mm -hmm. But the love that you have for God is all on you. When I first met you, I went straight to you because yes, your did. spirit is so sweet and you're so kind and you, just, and you speak softly. Yes. And And gentle. I, I, I thought about that and, and I award a woman like you. You're a very powerful woman, an amazing woman, um, and I'm glad to have you. Here today, sharing, sharing your testimony.
0: Well, that is, I think, what helps people to understand because being blind, she's also a mother, a ho- Well, she's a housewife first, mm-hmm. a mother. Still cooking, tell her, still, still cooking. And she, well, I go to her house, <laughs> she's chopping. Yeah, and, come on now, Lisha Guillen know. doesn't have anything on her. She's going. <laughs> Chop, 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 chop. Yeah, and I have speaking, a good chopper.
1: speaking of Mr. Guillen, I hate to interrupt you right now, but we need to hear from Mr. Guillen right now. Our sponsor is Old House Barbecue. Yes, we hey do. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Guillen, the owner of Old House Barbecue, located on Luzbio and Carrollton. You can find us at oldhousebbq.com. And we are the proud sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. All right. All right.
0: Woo. Welcome back to Alexandra and Friends. You're watching us today live, and we have... Miss Tara Strange here with us today and telling us her story of how she has and how her journey has been from the time she got married to her time that she's getting to be a grandmother. So tell us a little bit more about as you're going through your life and how, how do you all proceed? Now, you were in California, mm-hmm. and how did you manage to have babies, be a wife, be blind, and still continue your life. How how did you do all this? Well, when I was first
3: diagnosed, I mean, at that time when Greg and I were first married, we just thought everything is in our hands. We are the greatest things in the world. I mean, he's, I just thought, you know, my husband's smart. He's very cute as far as my, what I thought was cute when I was, um, Young, I wanted to find my Thor and I thought I found it. You know, <laughs> your Thor, yeah. Did you hear
0: that Thor? Um, no, I'll <laughs> fly oh I was no. very much into when I married my husband. I thought the the about I found the Viking <laughs> now. She's got the Thor. Yeah, <laughs> because
3: no, see, Whoa. I was very much into the comic book, uh, oblique, this comics, comic book. And then I used to think, oh, look at Thor there. You know? <laughs> That's. That's the kind of man I'm getting married.
2: Oh, look at her. I like that. that. I like I like that. that. <laughs> well, he had the long hair.
3: He yeah,
0: had yeah. yeah. Hair. He was, did you ever t- Did you ever say to him, "I think I don't want. I think we need to separate because I'm going blind." And- oh, oh, that's yes. a good
2: question. Yes, did you ever yes. get discouraged?
0: <clears throat> first of all, we first got married. Yeah. Uh,
3: you know, we just thought we had everything in our hands. You mm. know. Everything is in our control. God Mm. was not really in our life. I mean, we quickly say prayers, but it really wasn't integrated in our life. Uh, We were both brought up as Christians, but Mm -hmm. never Mm -hmm. really, um, you know, just our parents were just pushing this down on us. We don't believe in it. You know, everything is in our hands, and we are who, you know, God is in us. You Mm -hmm. know, so that kind of attitude, and this was dropped on us. And I thought, uh, you know, at that point, uh, we were were just wondering, what are we going to do? And Mm -hmm. I certainly did not want Greg sticking around with me because now, you know, I defied my parents to marry him. Uh, they did not want me marrying, uh, him. They wanted, uh, you know, I married him before I finished college. That was also a big no-no. So I did all the no-nos, got married, just told, you know, left my home to be with Greg and now, I didn't want Greg, you know, sticking around with me because I left everything. You you left everything
0: for him. him.
3: So at that point, I did everything I can to push him away. I used to be mean Mm. to him. i will tell him to go away. I don't like you anymore. Mm. Oh, my goodness. You know, this, that, you know. You can't do much for me. You know, Mm. you're too selfish. I don't want you and things like that. Wow. but then I remember one time I just ran up to him and I just wanted to say, go, go, go. And, and He grabbed you.
1: He grabbed oh, Yes, he, he yes. Yes. my hands yes. and he just
0: said, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> you well, know? I have to say that is a man. Oh, he that is. is an amazing man because, you know, sometimes you find yourself in these situations. And I can tell you for I, right now, I have a friend that's going through this, that they just walk away from you And they say it's better. It's, it's, it's easier to get a divorce than have to deal with things. Oh. Mm-hmm. So when you found out you were pregnant, how was, uh, uh, what was the reaction to this? Now you're already by that time when you had Andrew, Andrew is the same, right? Yes. Andrew. Andrew. You waited yeah, seven years to nice. have a child yeah. because we, you waited come, seven years to have a child. Because we went through, uh, you know, we wanted to
3: go through this doctor, find out what are the chances and stuff like that. And um, we, you know, Dr. Heck and Heckenlein, Ly- you know, uh, so we felt like at this point,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, he's not going to be carrying that gene. You know, they hadn't isolated the gene yet, so we decided to have very good. Yeah, and um, we, uh, that's how we had. But before that, one thing Greg did is, uh, you know, he was doing his tile work and everything, and uh, we decided uh, since I'm going to lose my sight he was going to work as much as he can for like 10 months, and for
0: two months, we traveled around the world. We did that for three years. Love that. Love that. I read he, that he wanted her to That see, was so good. He wanted, see, he wanted her to see what the world was like, like yes. And she has never
3: forgotten it. It's just like, we, he you work enough, save that money, and we would go everywhere. And just, we, you know, it's, we've ridden bicycles around uh, Germany, what an amazing... and it just was lovely, and and sometimes it's bittersweet because we look at scenes Mm. and he'll tell and he used to tell me later i get sad thinking there's going to be a time you won't be able to see all that but um you know um we grew together this way and and at that point we came back after two three years of traveling thought okay it's really time for us to move on to the next step which was to have a child and um we you know we We felt like, you know, it's a recessive gene, so we're safe. Mm
2: -hmm. Good.
3: Excellent. Mm -hmm. And we had Andrew, and at that time, still, you know, I thought more about God, but not Mm. really, we both never really made any uh, steps to go to church or things like that. And then when Andrew was like eight or nine months, Mm -hmm. um, you know, before that, I was just wondering, like, how the heck am I going to... Manage to baby. Manage to, you know, take care of a baby, you know, put um, diapers on them, wipe their rear end, mm-hmm. and... Think um, about all this, you know, know, give them, them a bath, exactly, and put exactly. all those buttons up those onesies, and stuff yes, like that. Yes, yes. Um, but at that time, I was starting to at least know, you know... I have to look to, I have to, talk to start talking to God, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. what am I gonna do? And by the way, when they first told me I, I was going to go blind, I'd have much rather they had told me I had something terminal, that I was gonna die in a few years, than to know that I'm gonna live the rest of my life blind. And I remember going to see my um, first grade teacher who had cancer, was dying, and I was looking at her thinking, uh-huh. oh, I would much rather take some of that oh. and some of her eyesight than to go the rest of my life not being able to see. So now looking back, I think, oh, how I love the life God has given me. Oh, yes. yes. Amen. yes. Because
0: he gave you the... So he, you might you might not have eyesight, but you're here. I mean. And look at you. So now you have yes. three children. So you have can you tell us who they are, what they are you have um, Andrew Andrew who is now a uh, 31, oh,
3: and, 31. And congratulations
2: and, yes. that's and awesome. then my
3: daughter Alexa uh-huh. and I have Erin, my daughter. Alexis uh, gonna have a baby first week of November. So oh, she's gonna be a grandma. Oh, be a grandma but yes. Congratulations,
2: Woo. that baby's gonna come and
3: and I. She's one. Take your heart. And she specifically wants her mama there to help her with the baby. Oh, yes, that's gonna be yes. yes. And then you You're have Erin who is in the Navy,
0: after he graduated from college, he signed up and enlisted. Congratulations, Congratulations. on that, very much so. is, Great, that's wonderful. Is, so, uh, I have a question back, so do you, do you, do your children have to go and get checked to see if there is any issues? I when think, they were little,
3: I had him checked. Yeah, little very good, that, you know. I,
0: I thought I missed, uh, I yeah. didn't want to miss that. Yeah. So now you're getting ready to be a grandma. Mm-hmm. and. Um, you can't wait for that. So I know that being blind, you probably don't see the... the, the you only, you see from inside instead of from the heart. So tell us a little bit about when you found out that you're going to be a grandma, what, is, what, what do you think? What is your thoughts?
3: Well, my first thought is I won't be able to... How, how You know, it's going to be at a different place. It's not at my home. How much do you think whether I'd be able to help her... Uh, and then i 'm thinking, oh, I wish I could uh, be like the regular grandmas that could drive the baby, bring them this and that, and be able to read books to them and things like that. But then I catch myself, you know when the time comes, God will guide me, and he always has. even when I had my children were little, I used to wonder, how am I going to teach them mathematics? how am I going to teach them chemistry? How am I going to teach them to awesome. write, read? You know, my kids are very successful. They've yes. all gone to good I was going to say
2: that they're very successful. So, they're very successful. And, Everything has turned out for the good.
3: And somehow, when the time comes, mm-hmm. God will give just
0: enough. And I have faith, and I go there. He'll he's, He'll guide me one way or the other. That's and right. He will. So now that, uh, so uh, let me ask you, Tara, mm-hmm. you're blind,
3: mm-hmm. completely,
0: completely blind. Where I. Don't even
3: see shadows, no silhouettes. It's basically a gray
0: masonry wall with no distinctions of shape or anything. So your children, so you you basically have not seen your children's your daughter's face or your. When they were born, I still you. had a bit of television. Oh, and that's for all three, or just all three, all three, uh, all
3: three like even Aaron. But I was not since to... they've
0: been grown. Uh, mm...
3: You know, in my, by the time I was in my mid-30s, mid to late 30s, is when I started losing even the tunnel vision. You know, the way retinitis pigmentosa works is that if you can imagine a, a screen, okay. like a screen door, okay. and with all those tiny little squares, mm-hmm. and if you can see the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Out, uh, outskirts of those, each individual square getting blocked at random. And slowly wow. they're getting blocked, each squares, each tiny little square is getting blocked at random. And then they'll start coming in further, 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 further to the yeah. central vision. So that's what it's like. That's why it's it, it's been so unreliable and it was hard to diagnose initially. Even though when I was, I used to get my glasses and I'd do the peripheral test, I, I would do all right. Because it's at random, those the little, little, random, yeah. little
0: uh, squares get blocked. So that's... Um, so... so uh, so it when your children were born, you had three of them when you told them you were blind they, they knew that you couldn't see right it's... yeah, it was
3: amazing uh, my Andrew when he was he was six months, I know he was able to pull himself and uh, he would he'll find something on the floor and at that time it's a, he somehow figured out compared to like I, I did have a helper who was helping me take care of my children and so he'll hand stuff to to Margarita, but when it came to me, he'll make me open my hand and he'll put it in the middle of my palm and close it. And this is when he was six months old. Isn't that, that something?
2: It's, That's it, what I was saying earlier, how God prepares. Oh, And, and how he prepares the whole whole family, family. family. Yes, yes and, and
3: yes, I yes. used to worry my gosh well, you know if I have anything on the floor with my kids they I'm eat always it they dropping things <laughs> yes, yes. You know, they're crawling and they were all active kids yes. you know they were and they all
0: are very tall yes they're tall very tall extremely tall so so I'm but, the shrimp
3: of the family she's the shrimp, <laughs> so <laughs> That's but okay. you know
0: one of the things for me the her story is that she has function and she has not depended on anything anybody but herself They were there to help her. You know, when I go and I see her chopping onion, boom, 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 I said, Mr. Guillen, I know somebody that can beat you on this. I mean, she's amazing. She walks around the house. She cleans it. She does everything. You you wouldn't even know. When I first went to meet her, the first time I ever met her, her home is up on a hill. I I walked up to the door, and there was this beautiful woman standing at the door. And I had a rose. And I, had no, I knew from my, from my loan officer that she could not see. Okay. But you would have never known. But while I walked in, she was taking me around the walls and into the <laughs> kitchen. And she's fixing me a sandwich. I was like, can I help you? And I'm going like, this is an amazing story. So as you're talking, if you're sitting here today, what can you tell to the people that are watching you today that are going to be listening? What do you tell them? Don't give up.
3: Oh, never! You know, life is precious, yes, and what it is. what you don't have, somehow, it, things get com- compensated, and uh, you know, I have to truly say, for me, it is not me. I I think I I started to do far better with my blindness once. I had to really rely on God. I mean, oh, I that's was so too proud. that is that right
0: there is that's tells so you good. her it's faith. So true. faith. Yes. yes, it's
3: my faith because I was very yes. proud when I was, uh, uh, you know, first diagnosed, thinking I can handle all of this, I can do all of that, and realized, you know, when I really, uh, I did, you know, Dr. Hick and Lively asked me to see uh, a counselor, Margaret. Uh, okay, Marguerite. very, good. He okay, the counselor. Good. Yes. And, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, that I fought it. Oh, I can manage. I didn't need to see a counselor. So one time, uh, I was I tripped on something and and then I'd get mad at Greg. You know, like. It's his fault. Yeah, everything is his fault. You know, if I trip over something, don't tell me. You know, you know, or if he go anywhere, um, and uh, if he tells anybody, you know, Tara can't see. Oh, I chop his head off.
0: You know that he should not tell anybody. Did you hear <laughs> that? Did you hear that, Michael? She's a yeah. good chopper. listening, yeah. You're listening, huh? <laughs> Our is paying attention. He doesn't want his wife to listen to all this. She's yeah. very
1: interested in the Thor part. I never heard a lady describe her <laughs> oh. her bow as a Thor.
0: Well, yeah. I was looking for a
3: for Thor. Thor. In the yeah. I mean, I wanted to. If I get married, I got to find myself a Thor. My,
0: me a you Thor. And I'm going to tell you, he is a Thor. I mean, yeah. She, she's a, she but, found her bow you know, is. Well, I think t- for me today, the most important subject of all this is that... Yes. People give up when they're, when, you know, a doctor tells you, you know, you're 23 years old and you're going to be blind. Oh. You're going to be blind sooner or later. Might be a little bit later, but you're, you're, your it's whole life is blind. going to change. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I just got married. I'm, I want to have children. My parents, how did your parents take all this? Because I know that, first of all, they didn't want you to marry, uh, uh, the Thor. yeah. <laughs> then, then, then uh, you're in a different country. They're in a different country. They're in India. You're here, right? Mm-hmm. How, well, what was the effect of this to you and, and your family per se? You
3: know, uh, by that time, my parents had patched uh, patched up with us. It uh, it took another Indian family to say, you know, look, this is not good. You guys, you know, he seem they met Greg. Say so he seems like a nice man. He's, he's he
0: is. So they liked him there. You know, at that point, and then by this time, were your brothers also also already blind? No, no, they they, they, they all started. Had, yeah. So it was a process how yeah. y'all went through. So, uh, uh, so at that time, um,
3: you know, my uh, so I told my dad this is what's going on. My dad couldn't believe it because of how? I mean, nobody has any problems. I mean, my parents. I mean, Dad, my father just had his cataract surgery and he doesn't even need glasses. You're talking awesome. Wonderful eyesight. Both my parents, all my aunts, my mom's you know, mom's side, dad's
0: side. So, um so he just. So this of, this happened to y'all, and this is, and we never know our story until you know. This is the thing about it is we don't know what God has planned for any of us, mm-mm. and each one of us has to handle it in a, their own way. And, and you have done such an amazing job. And to the now, I can truly
3: say, if if somebody has to say, would you change your life in any way, you know, if you have your sight and change it, have a different life? And I could truly say, no, I am happy with. I am Um, yes. I'd like to see. I'd love to see all of God's creation, especially all the landscapes. And I love to travel. Um, So you know, so I'd love to. I'd like to see what my children look like and my grandkids. Be able to sit down, read to them. But I can tell good stories, so I can always tell them stories. Um, But still, He's taken me the path He's taken Mm. me through is one of the best paths you know uh, before if I have to have friends oh they got to be drop-dead beautiful girlfriends you know so um, uh, you know guys have to look a certain way Mm. now you know I Mm. somebody could be small
0: and 300 pounds it It doesn't matter it doesn't matter you connect
3: Internally first. you know. That's so. right, because
0: you don't see with your eyes, you see with your heart, like, you know. and that's a big difference. So, Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to yes. Alexander and Friends. We are today live at uh, the Old House Barbecue in Carrollton, Texas. We are coming pretty much to an end of our story pretty soon. Thank you so much again for, for for being here with us today. I want to thank Tara for being here thank today you, and telling Tara. her story, Tara Strange. And pretty soon, next time we bring her back, she'll be talking about her new book she's going to be writing. Yes, so.
2: yes, I'm excited
0: about that. We're writing a
2: children's
3: book.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we not it. really, cho- I mean, it's for readers. It's about 56 chapters. Oh, my gosh. Kind of that would oh, be a yeah, big, big read. amazing. <laughs> I also want to welcome, there's a gentleman here today with... Uh, Purple Cow, who's sitting yes. here, Mr. Boblis. Our friend, it's so Hi, nice Rob. to have you here, sir. Thank Good you to so see much you. for being here today. Thank you. Well, it's been an, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Come back two weeks from today, Saturday, and we'll be uh, looking forward to a very great conversation with an amazing. Uh, subject on uh, black historical uh, yes, cemeteries. Histor- yes, that's going to so, be good. Tara, I think thank the you name so is much for Shaw. being here today. Thank yes. you for sharing your story. It's wonderful and no matter if you're here. blind, you. you can see mm-hmm. with your heart. Marcelle, thank you. Have a wonderful oh, Thank weekend. you so
2: much, Ms. Alessandra. And it was a everybody f- Thank you so week. much, Michael Clark, for this great thank production. You, Michael. Thank you're very you, Michael. welcome.
1: I just want everyone to make sure that they subscribe to the Facebook page and so they get all the updates about future uh, programs and events we're going to do.
0: Thank you so much. Have a great Saturday and have a great Sukkot. Yes.